Blog Talk Radio. Gonna tell you a little bedtime tale, legend it will become. Burgers flying out the door, sail on. Two for one, no concern for the future. Living for today. Fast food bite on your way, lay it all to waste. The masses are afflicted now. Moo, mad cow, mad cow, mad cow, mad cow, line dance song. Hey, Termical Terminal fans, welcome to another Sunday afternoon as we continue on with the Yule Month. Some show notes for you. If you were looking for some professional wrestling today, you have MLPW in Jacksonville, Alabama. Supreme Wrestling happening in Seymour, Indiana, home of Rip Rogers, who you never know could very well be in that locker room today. And, of course, White River Wrestling happening in Indianapolis, Indiana today. So there's some shows out there. If you have some near you, go out there and support. But, Coach, we are in the throes of Yule Month, I believe our guest is supposed to be on in the next few moments, uh, hopefully, while I try to dial him. Do you want to hum your entrance music? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm still getting over this cold. And of course, All right, you know, let's have some awkward silence. Awkward silence. Sure. Well, we can play the Seahawks. I don't think they have an entrance music, but we'll have awkward silence while we try to get the guest. First down to goal for Carolina. But how about finishing forward right there? I always talk about that call did not work. one with you. Uh oh. I think something may have happened to the guest here. Hopefully we'll give him a few more minutes. I know he was a very, very busy man today, so hopefully he will contact us in the next few minutes. But coach, while we wait for this, let's make it as silent as possible. No, that's never good. You just wanted it a moment ago. I didn't want silence. I just say that we could do the Seahawks. And, of course, we're having a bad start. We can't see the Hawks because we're an audio show, but I believe the Hawks are having a good year so far this year. They can really play ball there in Atlanta. Yeah, the Seahawks, which uh, people like uh, Russell Wilson renamed them the Hawks, which – those are guys who don't sign autographs and charge a hundred bucks for an autograph. Those, those are the Hawks. When I was a kid, it was the Seahawks. They would, Steve Largent and Zorn would stay all day and sign autographs for everybody and talk to you. But no, now, Coach, they don't do that. No did more. you know that originally the Hawks were from St. Louis? They relocated to Atlanta somewhere around the late '60s. No, I didn't, but I know that the Seahawks are getting rolled on so far in the second quarter. It looks like it's seven, going to be 17 nothing. 
that's a horrible score. Yes, horrible. How does an NBA team not even score a point in an entire quarter? Because it's the Seahawks, like I said. We can't really see them because we're an audio show, Coach. But who are the Hawks <laughs> playing? The Seahawks are playing the Carolina Panthers. I'm not even sure that's a team. You didn't know the Carolina Panthers are a football team? Oh, we're talking football. Now, the World Cup over there in uh, the Middle East, that's been some exciting games. Now, I know Debashi was torn when it was Iran versus the USA, but he got on board when the USA won it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, Michael Cole tried to bury the thing when Britain had that draw, and then he said that Butch wasn't going to have a draw in his match, and then he laughed. Butch very well could have had a draw. What if it was a double disqualification or a double count out? Mm, really? Yeah, I'm going for Morocco and uh, Morocco and Croatia. Yeah, yeah. All right, now let me see if I can get our guest. I'll try it one more time here. Let's see. I think he's got his phone turned off, Coach. Turned off. Oh. So we'll, we'll oh. give him a couple more minutes, well, I guess. So I guess maybe I can do my plugs. You guys can check me out at Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most. Coach Mike Jones on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to check out the Real School Army, the NGW Green Room for hundreds of interviews. Also, A-plus, Payless Handyman Services, no job too big or small, 10% cheaper than any written estimate, and 15% cheaper for seniors and military. And also the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast Saturdays at noon Pacific. Love all your hope or your all your support and feedback. We appreciate it. Now yesterday on that very show you had JD Masson who claimed he couldn't see me. He could definitely feel yeah. me when he belly who played me. Yeah, I know. What the hell? Yeah. And then he says, I have to wait and see on the answer for why he wore red, white, and blue while his partner, Kid America, wore nothing but black. I've waited 15 years. I know. You're still going to have to wait, he says. My goodness. How much more waiting can I do on that? I used to spend (laughs) hours upon hours upon hours lying in bed wondering how that was that a guy that had no ties to America and his name at all was dressed up like they were the second coming of Kurt Angle or Apollo Creed, but yet his partner, Kid America, solid black all the way through. Yeah, geez, what a what a controversy. It was an odd choice for sure. Alright, I will try to message our guest one more time. I know he had a few things going on today. Hopefully he didn't get caught up. 
Hopefully he wasn't jumped by old thumbs up Lance Dean. You know how that guy is. Yeah, and he might have another Santa Claus gig today too. You think old thumbs up Lance Dean's gonna gig Santa Claus? No, I mean Jason. Oh, oh, uh, he was at a function for that for sure. That's why we had to adjust the time, but he was going to squeeze us in between gigs. I don't know if something happened. Maybe somebody broke his phone. When I say somebody, it was probably old thumbs up. You know how he is. Yes, he comes out of nowhere, yeah. Just ask Debashi. Exactly. I was going to say you could ask Debashi about that. Old thumbs up, Lance Dean has cost Debashi years off of his career. Yeah, especially the last couple. That's the ones I was referring to exactly, yeah. Yeah, Debashi's ankle mangled at the treachery of old thumbs up, Lance Dean. Who is currently the Washington State champion. Yes, I heard that yesterday, yes. He retained his title. He did. He defeated Darren Gouin, the nephew, of course, of me. Yeah, yeah. Haven't seen or heard from him in a long time. Uh, It's been a while. He's kind of laying low. His family has grown quite a bit, so he's kind of busy with family obligations right now. Yep. All right, well, doesn't look like he's going to be coming on, huh? Well, I'm attempting to find that out. Still trying to figure it out. I think maybe Lance Dean's behind this, though. Yeah, he usually is, yes. Now, coaches, old thumbs up ever sneak attacked you? No, he hasn't. He hasn't gotten my radius. With one oh, inch wow. Far, one inch farther than my reach is my radius. He hasn't been been there yet. Now, what he did to Debashi was he dug holes in the ground. So when Debashi stepped in one of those holes, he broke his ankle. So even though he's out of your radius, you need to keep watch on the ground to make sure you don't step in one of those holes that Thumbs Up has dug up there. Okay, thanks for the advice, yes. Yeah, I don't want you to step in a hole and say, oh, no, a hole, what's happened? And then your leg breaks, and then thumbs up, Lance Dean comes up, sticks his thumb up in the air, and says, what are you, some kind of detective? And then, like, walks Ah. away while he's drinking dish soap. Because he does weird stuff like that. Oh, okay. Now, also, we would like to send our best wishes to Lance's father, of course, Paul Freakshine. Paul had very successful brain surgery the other day. He's on the road to recovery. Everything has gone according to plan and has gone very well so far. So hopefully we'll see Paul back in the not-too-distant future. It was good to see him back at Northwest Pro. He's reunited with his boys. He's come back to the moonshine. Nice. Now, strangely enough, if you look around a Northwest Pro locker room, most of it is Paul's relatives. I'd say six to eight of the ten people in that locker room part of the Moonshine family. 
Wow, okay. Folks, are you possibly is... related to the Moonshiners? No. Nope. Now, a strange fact, I have, in my career, at different points in time, I've been both J.B. Moonshine and Paul Moonshine. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, those holiday battle royals are great. Well, it looks like the Seahawks are trying to answer here. We're down 17-0. Geno's on the seven-yard line. Oh, touchdown, Lockett. And we mentioned maybe who these Seahawks, who we can't see because it's an audio show, are doing from the free throw line today. Uh, That's football, mister. Well, now, in this World Cup game that they're playing, how are they with the flopping? Are they, like, clutching their legs and going down a lot? And acting like they got shot shot by a gun? Yeah, 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 because that's how you play the football in the modern era, it seems. Yeah, it's called chuku in Korean. Chuku. Aha. But they don't have a name for American football, so I call it Chuku too. Oh, okay. Well, Coach, we have not gotten a response from the guest today. I'm going to try one more time to dial, and then I guess we'll presume his other bookings went long and prevented it. So to the chagrin of Stompin' Steve, of course, because Yule Month was his idea, his invention, and now his flyer, which he worked on for weeks to get just right, won't be completely accurate. It'll crush Stompin' Steve. Stompin' Steve might be coming after Hurricane Maples after this. But let me give him one more attempt here to call. Okay. All was not answered. I believe his telephone is off or has been smashed by old thumbs up Lance Dean in a vicious attack. Well, we'll have to try to rebook him. If he's still out there and able to be booked. Yes, definitely. Who knows what thumbs up did? I was looking forward to talking to him. My goodness. Yeah, it's been a while since he's been on here. Been quite a while, but hopefully everything's okay. Hopefully he'll make it. The coach next week, I confirmed earlier this week, Santa is on his way to the show next week, coming down from the North Pole via Spokane, Washington. He'll be here next week. Are you excited for Santa? I am. Rudolph's going to be leading the way, and I think even Miss Santa might be there. Possibly. I have not confirmed Rudolph Giuliani or Mrs. Santa Claus, but it's a possibility. But we'll be talking Santa's involvement in professional wrestling over the years. He's got a long, rich history. We might find out who exactly is on that naughty list, who might be getting the Michael Cole in their stocking, if you will. But since our guest yeah, today is MIA, I guess we'll wrap up a little bit early. Everybody should head over to the Instagram of Chicken Bob. He has many pictures of his adventures last night going to see the Christmas lights. You can also check out episode 
558 is the sign of the times. The fish with Abe Vigoda episode, Coach. I'm sure you've seen that two or three times already, right? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. So we'll be back next week, next Friday. We have Ola Lola. She is the adventurer in professional wrestling out of the great state of Colorado, former Glamour champion. Also, a week from today, like we said, Santa Claus will be here. And make sure you have tickets in advance for the 30th of December because I'm heading back to the Outlaw Arena in Indianapolis, Indiana. Coach, what's the address there? 1151 Kentucky Avenue. Exactly. Only address I can remember when I'm knocked out. I will be back there while I'm there every week because my picture is hanging on the wall. But I'll be there in person, and super fan Marcus Fine will be there. Coach, believably or not, it will be the first time Marcus Fine and I have been in the same building at the same time ever. I don't know how that hasn't happened multiple times in the past before, but apparently this will be a first Okay, and then that's South Kentucky Avenue also in Indiana. Yes, South Kentucky Avenue. It's a few blocks over from the Lucas Oil Stadium, which QT Vokes once mistakenly thought was the Outlaw Arena. He was in that parking lot for several minutes wondering why he couldn't get in to see his favorite WCW stars. Okay, and then I just found out yesterday that Former Seattle Sonic announcer Kevin Calabro is an Indiana boy. He's from Shelbyville, Indiana. His brother Dave Calabro is actually the sports anchor on one of the local news channels, I believe Channel 13. Okay, cool. It's all in the family. Nice. Yeah, that was a, a controversial show in its day. Now, uh, Dave Calabro and Kevin Calabro would usually get together whenever the Sonics played the Pacers and they would do an interview or two and recall like the high school days and so forth because of course it was easy for Dave to get his brother Kevin to agree to be on the show. That was usually a thing whenever Kevin had come back to call a Sonics game in Indianapolis. Nice. All, All right. right. Well, well, thanks. I... thanks everybody. Uh, let's see. Let me see. Wait. I believe maybe we have our guest. Let's see if we got him. Maybe we were premature. Mr. Maples, are you with us? I am. All right. Well, we appreciate you taking time today. I know you are a busy, busy man this time of year, so we definitely appreciate you taking the time to be here. Yeah, no worries. I, I was on top of the mountains. I had uh, pretty terrible signals, so I apologize. I know you were trying to call in. Not a problem. I know it's a little bit treacherous there in the mountains for phone signals. Well, it's a little bit treacherous anyway. I, I actually, uh, I don't know if you saw on my Facebook, I misjudged the curve on the mountain a few days back and almost almost went over the side of the mountain. Yes, and goodness you did not because that's a long ways down yeah i will just say thank god for trees in the mountains because that's what stopped me from going down yes wow well you're all right for sure yeah so now when i say this time of year you are a busy man 
Not only are you a successful wrestling promoter, not only do you officiate weddings, you are in the business of Christmas. You uh, are very busy this time of year, obviously, with that industry. Can you tell us a little bit what got you into being in the Christmas business? Well, you know, this is my 31st year uh, portraying Kris Kringle, Santa Claus, Papa Noel, whatever you want to call it, Santa Claus. And, um, you know, I do uh, home visits, business visits. Uh, I have a bus that I do tours in as Santa Claus, and I take people through the Smoky Mountains looking at Christmas lights. Um, It is a blessing. It is a beautiful uh, thing to do, and I love being Santa Claus. Now, being a professional wrestler and a professional wrestling promoter, when you look at portraying Santa Claus, does it come easy for you because of having performed in that world as well? So you already have a background in performing and uh, oh, getting sure. into gimmick, for lack of a better word, and that yeah, sort of thing? Or did you uh, take a different type a of skill set to do this? Yeah, it, it's definitely a gimmick. Um, I, I guess I've just been blessed um, with, I, you know, I look I look like Santa, and I bleach my beard out, so it's more authentic. I have the real white beard and, you know, the little glasses and, the, you know, the, the red suit with the fur. Um, but, yes, there is a certain, you know, when you wrestle and you, 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 are, you are you in the back, you know, like when we're talking with the boys, you know, I'm Jason. But as soon as I go out the curtain, you know, that, that switch flips and I become the, you know, the wrestler. And it's the same thing when I, you know, I'm, I'm walking around the house with my kiddos and my wife and I'm Jason, I'm dad. And then I put the, the boots and the suit and the, you know, the hat on and all of a sudden I'm Santa. In fact, my kids, uh, they came out and saw me. I, I was doing the Paula Dean's lumberjack feud today and, and they come running out and my littlest guy was like, Hey dad, I mean, Santa, you know, had to forgot for a second, but Oh yeah, dad, Santa right now. Um, but it is, it's, it's absolutely a much easier. Well, I can't say easier because I don't know. I've, I've you know, I've, I've been, a, I've been in the wrestling business since 1994 and I, I've, you know, I've, I've been Santa before that. So I, I don't know that – I guess I'm just saying I, I, already, I already had the Santa thing going. The wrestling business certainly didn't deter or didn't make it any harder, certainly made it probably easier um, to, um, to, 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 to be a character. Um, I also, you know, have stand-up comedy background, so improv – um, is wonderful for Santa. You know, the kids are asking you a, a billion questions, as you may imagine. You know, is Rudolph married? Uh, are there baby reindeer now training to take over for, you know, Dasher and Dancer and Prancer? And what kind of cookies does Mrs. Claus make? And, you know, you get it all. And so you've got to be able to fly off the cuff and uh, come up with some great answers, but they all also have to make sense uh, at the same time. So, uh I don't know, man. I, I just say all that to say that it's a blessing, and I love 
being Santa and, and I guess to answer your question, yeah, I think wrestling has helped. Sometimes I know I go off on a tangent and I start talking and rattling on and I don't shut up. Oh, oh, good. Obviously, in November and December, a lot of promotions will do holiday things with their wrestling shows. There's all kinds of Christmas chaos and holiday beatings and seasons beatings, that type of title for the shows. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely guilty of having named my show Seasons Beatings, um, you know, all kinds of things. And I think I've seen on Facebook there's probably a hundred, you know, across the country there's like a hundred promoters calling their event Seasons Beatings or um, the fight before Christmas or, you know. Uh, I, I think that's cool and they're, they're marketing towards the season that we're in. Um, I've actually done Santa at a few um, wrestling events, you know, this year. Um, yeah. And so, with your you know, background, uh, do you get promoters that will book you as Santa Claus to actually wrestle as Santa Claus? Um, yes and no. Um, and I say that to say they have done that, but Santa, you know, really doesn't want to be a character that is going to um, raise a fist to hurt anyone, you know, because Santa, you know, is, is kind of an all good being and um, <laughs> Santa kind of needs to be, you know, he's the one that tells people if they're naughty or nice. So he can't be, you know, he can't be beating somebody up. Now, I, I, I will, you know, go out and, you know, get in the ring and, and wave at the kids and, you know, the ho, 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 and, and, and be all jolly. And then, you know, if the bad guy wants to come down and get in Santa's face and then, uh, you know, one of the good guys comes down to, to make the save for Santa, I think that plays off very nicely um, as well. Um, as, you know, Santa being the second, you know, to come down, like, you know, to come down with, you know, maybe the heavyweight champ or, uh, you know, really, I, I guess I just say I don't want, I don't really want to portray Santa as a fighter. You know, Santa needs to be the kind face of Christmas and not beat people up. But they, but they have tried to book me to fight, and I just, um, I'd, I'd rather not. Many years ago, Hulk Hogan was the star of a Christmas movie called Santa with Muscles where he portrayed someone with amnesia that thought he was Santa Claus. And in that movie, he beat up a lot of guys. And then, of course, in Jingle All the Way that uh, featured a very young Paul White, the big show, there was... Arnold Schwarzenegger beating up a evil gang of Santa Claus. Do you think when movies and TV shows do portray Santa Claus as sort of a fighter that will do the action scenes that maybe that hurts what you're trying to do with Santa Claus this time of year and, and make him more of a, a positive and someone that's 
not going to do naughty things? Well, so here's the thing. And I, I feel like there's a time and a place for everything. And, um, you know, Santa with Muscles, great hokey movie and was fun. And it was a great vehicle for um, Hogan. Um, you know, it didn't do well at the box office. It, it did even worse probably on cable afterwards. But it was it was kind of funny. And, uh, you know, Paul White, certainly. Um, and, you know, there's uh, I think there's one that's out now with, you know, Bill Goldberg. Was it Santa's Sleigh? Did you mention that? I did not, but that is a good example. Yeah. And so, you know, there's a movie out right now, Violent Night. And I haven't seen it, but I know that it's a, a vigilante Santa who um, – time traveled or something and he's like this evil vigilante beating up the bad guys and so here's where I would say that parents have to be parents and use their good parenting skills to maybe not take their children to go watch a film like that um, I believe that parents are bringing their kids to see you know Santa with muscles or whatever and the kids understand that that is Hulk Hogan and he's an actor, and this is a movie. Um, that being said, you know, if they, if they take a kid to this uh, violent night, that character, I don't know who he is. Uh, he could have done other movies. I'm not sure. Um, but if, if this is not, you know, this is not a stereotypical um, famous actor that I know of that kids have seen in multiple things. So, you know, if if this was an actor like, uh, geez, if Chris Farley was still around and they went to go see a Christmas movie and Chris Farley was this vigilante, they would probably know that it's a comedy and this is not real. Um, I just feel like if kids, if parents are taking kids to go watch wrestling because they love wrestling and then here's Santa and wait a minute, now Santa's beating people up. Uh, yeah, I guess John Linguizamo is in the in the movie. <laughs> but I just say that, you know, if uh, if I came out and I start beating up, you know, one of the bad guys, is that going to transfer to this child watching a wrestling? Because they came to watch wrestling. Santa just happens to be there. But they believe in Santa, right? Well, now do they believe in Santa that Santa's this guy is going to beat me up, you know, if I do something wrong? I mean, I don't know. I just still I, I strongly disagree with using Santa at a wrestling event to beat somebody up, but I'm okay with it being in a movie. Um, I've actually been speaking to someone about filming a movie um, where Santa might fight the undead, and and I'm okay with that too. Um, but uh, yeah, again, I, I, I you know the promoters that are capitalizing on the holidays and naming their show something that has to do with Christmas. I think I saw that there used to be a massacre on 34th street and, you know, I get it. You're, you're trying to get your bang for your buck and, and name the show something that has to do with the season that we're in. Um, like the, like that movie too. But um, I just, I, I strongly disagree with using Santa in the capacity of beating people up. I think Santa should always be viewed, especially by children, you know? So like if I'm, and again, I'm rambling. I'm sorry. But if I'm Santa at Bass Pro Shop, I'm going to be the epitome of Santa and kind 
and soft-spoken to these children, and they, they need to have that Christmas magic Santa, not Santa that's going to put somebody in a headlock and whip them off to the ropes and, and you know, give them the big boot. Well said. Well, my co-host, the coach with the most, Coach Mike Jones, is standing by, and I know Coach has been looking forward to having you back on the show. I know he has questions, so I'm going to pass things over to Coach. Sure, Mike Jones. Good to hear you. Hey, Jason. Good to hear your voice again. Been a long time. It has been a long time. Very nice to hear your voice, man. I I hope you're well. Uh, I hope the holiday season is going fantastic for you. And, uh, hey, if you've got some questions, fire away. Chris Kringle is ready to answer you. Yeah, it's been an honor and privilege to be able to work with you in Heroes and Legends a couple times. What's your next uh, gig coming up? So, uh, you know, I I normally do the shows up in Indiana, in Fort Wayne, uh, April and October. Um, Unfortunately, this year, the weekend that I wanted to run in April um, is booked up at the Coliseum. And then the WWE is coming in in May, which the not legalities, but the politics of Ticketmaster don't allow me to sell my tickets with enough time to even, long story short, I, I won't be up in the spring, but we are coming back full force in October um, to Fort Wayne, and that will be Heroes and Legends number 20 because we're going to have number 19 here uh, where I live now in uh, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, um, on May the 13th. And so we're gearing up. We're going we're gonna to start hitting heavy with announcements uh, right after Christmas uh, into the new year. We're going to start off with a bang and uh, start uh, announcing the talent for that show. Right on. Yes, I haven't made it to Tennessee yet, but I am due back in Indiana as soon as I can get there. So it would be nice to be able to come see your shows again. And yeah, that would be your... amazing. And, you know, the, the Smoky Mountains are beautiful, brother. You're, you're still oh, out yes. in the upper northwest, right? Yes, uh, Washington State, yes. Yep, yep. So, you know, I mean, and you've my... got some beautiful mountains out there on the west coast. I mean, I actually I took a trip out there once, came down out of Portland, Oregon, and drove all the way down into California. And that whole was I – don't, I don't remember if it's the 101 or the 1 that runs along the coast – but just these beautiful mountains and waterfalls all the way down the West Coast. Um, I loved it. It's it's beautiful country out there. Yeah, both uh, of I say them. That, I say that, down. though, to say that I, 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 I know uh, God created the whole world, but he lives in Tennessee, man. It's beautiful here. Nice. Okay. Who were some of your, <clears throat> your heroes growing up, whether it was wrestling, sports, music, or ordinary life, or all of the above? Uh, first and foremost, my, my dad uh, is my hero, um, seconded by my oldest son, um, who quite literally saved my life uh, back in 2008. Um, and then, you know, in entertainment business, in entertainment business, uh, I always liked Smokey and the Bandit, man. I was a big Burt Reynolds fan. Um, and then in wrestling, you know, Hulk Hogan, um, whom I'm going to call it now, like, like, you know, when you point to the fence like you want to hit a home run, heroes and legends will see Hulk Hogan at some point. We're, we're just trying to dot I's and cross T's, and it just 
seems like we can't get her done. Um, but that's, that's kind of my bucket list book, uh, booking, um, outside of that, man, like, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, I, I try to look up to the me that I'm going to be tomorrow and, uh, try to be the best me that I can be every day. But, uh, short answer, my, my dad and, uh, my kids and, um, Hulk Hogan, let me tell you something, brother. Okay, yes, and that's my goal is to get Hulk Hogan in the Northwest next year also. So, yes, I would love to see that. All right, so what was some of the most memorable matches you've seen or been involved with or both? Um, you know, I got to say when they were having the Monday Night Wars, I absolutely loved the storyline of the guys jumping ship from WWF to WCW. I I only hoped or, or I wished or, or wouldn't have been wouldn't have been great if Vince McMahon would not have spilled the beans that he bought WCW and just let it run and then have this ginormous Super Bowl at some point of WWF versus WCW, but the world would not have known that he owned it. Like they could have worked that to the hilt. And I really wish they would have done that. Alas, they did not. Um, and then, you know, when Hogan turned heel was great. Um, so so many moments, though, in wrestling, it's hard to name one. But for me personally, um, I had booked Superfly Jimmy Snuka on a show. And the guy that he was going to work or wrestle it wasn't wasn't there. Well, all the other matches were already advertised and booked, and I had no one really for Jimmy to work, so I wrestled him. And nice. it was it was awesome. And Jimmy was like, "Brother, you want me to come off a top rope, brother?" And I said, "Jimmy, you don't really need to do that, man. Let's just let's just work a match, and uh, you know, we'll we'll just have fun." He's like, "Oh no, brother, the kids." They want to see Superfly jump off the top rope, brother. And so, long story short, Jimmy came off the top rope and splashed me through a table. And that moment that I'm lying there on the table and Jimmy is coming down off the rope uh, moments before impact, you know, like the, the, the one eighteenth of a second that it took from him to leap and land, uh, that was awesome. It was wow, very cool man. for me. It was it was it was awesome. I, I really dug it. I mean, I've wrestled a lot of the guys through the years. Um, you know, Valentine, Neidhart, Hacksaw. You know, uh, the Demolition. Uh, I've I've been in the ring with all those guys. You know, Ivan Koloff, Wahoo McDaniel. I, I've I've done the battles, and I've been with some of the greatest names, and that's such a blessing. But Snuka, that was super cool, man, because I was always a fan of the man from, you know, the Fiji islands and, and Jimmy was the best. And I miss that guy a lot. Definitely. He was probably my first favorite guy back in the day in the Northwest when he started out over here. Yeah. Um, man, my goodness. And then I want, I, I could only imagine the pop that was created from that. Oh, it was, it was insane. And, um, you know, the crazy thing was, and we put a third guy in, we turned it into a triple threat because I was a baby and Jimmy was a baby. So we needed that, that heat in there. And so uh, the real deal, Bob, um, 
who at the time was my stepson, um, we worked a triple threat. And so he was he was taking all the heel heat, and me and Jimmy were beating the guy up. Um, and then, uh, you know, I ended up on the table, and, and Jimmy put me through. But the fans, they didn't care that I was a baby because uh, they loved Jimmy, and it was just Jimmy coming off the top. And, and I got to tell you, this was the coolest thing about Superfly, um, or, or at least my coolest thing, is, um, you know, and, uh, man, I guess kayfabe's out the window for this, but whatever. Um, so Jimmy and I are eating dinner the night before. And you know how my shows are set up where the fans, you know, meet and greet, you know, during the day, and then the wrestling show is at night. And, um, you know, for many fans, they don't ever get a chance to meet these wrestlers. Uh, you know, now it's, it's a more – there's more of it. You know, there's tons of these fan fests all over the place. And, and so now more so than, you know, back in 2012 um, when, we, uh, when I had Jimmy, the first Heroes and Legends – uh, it, it's it's a, a little bit easier for you to meet these guys. Well, Jimmy, the whole day was when these fans came to the table, a lot of them were asking him, Superfly, are you going to jump off the top rope? And he showed them, you know, his hand signal for I love you, which is, you know, the, the pinky and the pointer finger up, the two middle fingers, almost like the two sweet uh, for NWO. And, you know, uh, he put him up in the air and kind of shake him a little bit. Like, that's the I love you, brother, you know. And he told these fans, every single one of them, it was the same thing. He said, let me tell you something, brother. And I'm trying to do my best superfly. Let me tell you something, brother. If a superfly jumps off the top rope, and if the superfly puts the hands up in the air like this, brother, that means I'm jumping off the rope especially for you. Okay, well, wow. he, knew, he knew he was coming off the top, and he knew he was going to put them hands up because he always did it. But for that night, for that moment, when he raised his hands up in the air and he climbed up to the top rope, every single person that he said that to believed for that moment that that man was jumping off the top rope for them and them alone, and the pop that that received, and the standing ovation that that received to this moment as I'm speaking to you is making the hair on my arms and on the back of my neck stand up. This, oh, yeah. man, what a- this man let these people live that moment with him. They were invested. He He drew them in, and for that moment, they were living vicariously through Superfly Jimmy Snuka, and they felt at that moment that it was them in the ring splashing the villain. And wow. he, was a story, he was a storyteller. He was magic. And, and Jimmy was amazing. I, I love that guy. And, again, I must say I miss him to no ends. Um, and I, I worked with many guys that were also that way and great storytellers in the ring, but I never saw an experience quite like Jimmy doing that and making those fans believe that it was for them at that yeah. moment. It was, it, was, it was fantastic. What a blessing. That, that coincides with my next question. Who's some of your favorite people to work? 
or work with? Um, you know, my God, man, 30 years um, that I've been doing this, and I, I couldn't possibly give you just one. Um, I mean, and, and I believe in, in our lives we go through different seasons, right? And we, depending on what season of our life we're in, we're doing different things. I, I unfortunately did some, you know, hardcore matches back in the day. And, you know, I, I worked this kid named Brandon Prophet, um, who I, I have no idea what the kid's doing now. I think he was – and that, he's not even a kid now. He's a grown man. But uh, he has, like, I think a barbecue joint down in Indianapolis. But that, that guy was great to work for that. Um, you know, um, being able to, um, at the time, uh, the, the, the Bob guy, you know, the real deal, Christopher Steele, you know, at the time he was my stepkid, um, to work him was cool, you know, cause I trained him and I brought him up and then I got to work him and it was cool. Um, the same with his younger brother, uh, Phoenix. Um, and then, you know, um, only once, um, I wrestled my I still call him my grandkid, uh, Cody Lee. He's our new, uh, he's our cruiserweight champ. He has been for a while at Heroes and Legends. But I got to work him on a show, um, which was kind of cool, too, because I was auditioning to be on a show called The Biggest Loser. This was back when I was like 560 pounds, and they wanted to see some video of me wrestling, but I didn't have a match booked because I really wasn't trying to work because I was so out of shape. Um, and so I ended up wrestling a match against Cody and, beating him to a pulp gosh and I felt bad for it uh kind of jobbed him out but it was still fun and um and then you know I've done David and Goliath matches with uh little guys you know the the micros um and uh you know I've tagged with Hornswoggle and you know now my most recent I had a feud with Nick Cutler which was fun and with Johnny Law or not Johnny Law um yeah it was Johnny was no 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 uh, Rod Street, uh, Johnny Law was a, a guy that did a cop gimmick too for me back years ago in EWF. My bad, Folsey, love your brother. Uh, but uh, Rod Street, great, 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 great heel. Um, if you've never had the opportunity to see Rod Street uh, wrestle, uh, he also engages the fans. Have you ever seen him? Yeah, I was on uh, Heroes and Legends with him. I think it was twelve. You know, brother, he comes out with this little siren like Jimmy Hart has. He's like, do you know who I am? I graduated from the most prestigious online police academy, and people hate him. And he's <laughs> such, a, such a talented wrestler, um, and the, the character is so great. He's, he's one of my favorites. Nick Cutler, what a great guy. Like, you know... I love the guy, but I also loved to hate the guy. And he pissed my children off, man. Like, oh. you know, my kids wanted to see me beat his rump. And it was great when I got to. Um, you know, and, and, and that's, you know, I don't, I don't even work really anymore, man. Uh, I kind of feel like I want to a little bit just so my kiddos can watch me. And and that's more like so the the, the night we did uh, it was me and Eric Smalls and Hornswoggle on one side. 
and um, you know we we beat them up and and you know my kids talked about that for weeks that daddy tagged with uh, the little guys, um, but wrestling the little guys equally as fun. Um, you know I I just I guess it doesn't matter who I'm in the ring with, man. I I try to have as much fun as I can. I I actually played a Russian character and wrestled hacksaw, and it was you know Russia versus USA. Uh, Jake the Snake was there, and we were talking beforehand, and 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 uh, I told Jake I was going to um, uh, make Hacksaw crack up in the ring, and uh, I I made him break character, and he started laughing, and Jake didn't think. Nice. All right. Cool. Uh, so I just I don't know, man. I, I every match I've ever had, I've just tried to go out, have a good time, enjoy myself, and make the fans have fun because let's face it, they're paying their hard-earned money to come out and watch, maybe not me specifically, but they're coming out to watch wrestling. And we need to go out there. And when I say we, I mean the the boys on the show. That's the wrestlers, the managers, the referees, everybody, the valets. They need, these people paid good money to come out and be entertained for two or three hours or however long the show is and forget what's outside the doors at the gymnasium or the armory or the coliseum or the arena they 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 are escaping that reality for that moment and it's our job to help that happen and so it's just really about having fun i got a lot of favorites amen and then what are your suggestions for people wanting to get into the business find a good school with a reputable trainer um that has some history behind them you know, don't just go find Bill Smith that happened to buy a ring and train people. Um, and I say that with the experience of Jason Maples bought a ring. I only, you know, uh, I, I had done some stuff with the WWF at the time, but I was just the, you know, the, the green guy that got beat up by the name guys. But I didn't really have credentials to be training people but I did, and I, I had a ring, and I was training people, and years later, you know, I realized the error. I should not have been training people at that point in time. I do now, like, I'll do some seminars and things, and I think that I have some uh, nice things to say, and, and I can smarten people up. So I guess all that to say, find somebody who has the credentials to train you, get in a real school, learn the craft, Practice your trade. Make make what you do mean something. And if if you are not getting in the business to be trained correctly and to work properly and not hurt the guy across the ring from you, then keep buying a ticket and don't don't waste the fans' times or your own time trying to get because you think it'd be fun to play weekend warrior and uh, you know I want to be a wrestler. You know, this has got to be serious. It's not a game. It's a, it's it's a business, and it's it's um, man, I'm, I'm rambling in, but but you need to take it seriously. Don't don't Definitely. Just be in the business thinking that this is fun and games, and I'm going to be just like Stone Cold or Hulk Hogan or The Rock or whatever. I, you know, I want to be the next Rock. No, you don't. Why don't you be the next you if you're going to do this and create? something that other people will say, I want to be the next him. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, exactly. Or, or her, or her, you know, but, but be someone that someone else is looking up to 
don't just get in the ring and, and or don't try to train just because you found some Joe Schmo with a ring that's going to take your money and bump you around the ring and tell you, okay, you graduated, go wrestle. Um, for, for sure, yeah. It, it, you know, I mean, uh, so, yeah, to answer your question the short way, find someone that is uh, credential-worthy and get trained the right way and wait until your trainer tells you you're ready to go out and seek bookings. Um, most of the time, the, the trainer will tell the trainee, hey, let's go work this weekend, and, you know, you'll wrestle your trainer on some shows. Um, you know, and, you know, if anybody wants to reach out to me, I can certainly point them in the right direction of great trainers across the country. I've, I've been fortunate enough to meet a ton of them, and so I can lead them in that right direction as well as, you know, I want, I want to, like if people come to me and they want to get booked, I want you to have real gear. I don't want you to wrestle in blue jeans and sneakers. You know, take some pride yeah, yeah. in what you look like. I mean, you're, we're not Raven's flock. I know that was a gimmick and, and whatever. You know, you're not, we're not Sandman. I know, you know, he wore T-shirts and jeans and, and, and tennis shoes. But I want gear. I want you to have – I want you to look professional. I want you to act professional. I want you to wrestle professional because it is professional wrestling. You know, so take it seriously. Yes, and then, hey, how do people get a hold of you? You know, uh, I'm on Facebook, uh, Jason Maples, J-A-Y-S-O-N-M-A-P-L-E-S, heroesandlegendswrestling.com. You can hit me at facebook.com slash the Santa Claus. Uh, the still instead of you can check out my Santa gimmick. Um, yeah, it'll it'll get back to me at some point. You know, you know they'll start it out on Santa and get me here as I'm looking. Okay, cool. My, You're breaking uh, up Facebook a little. stuff all the time. What's that? Okay. Uh, you were breaking up a little, but we hear you now. Anyway, all right. Oh, I want to wish you all the all the luck in the world, and thank you for your time and everything you do for thank wrestling. You. I appreciate I'm it. So glad that you had me on again. It's always you guys. I hope that you and I twenty twenty brings you all the best things in the world. And anytime you guys need me for anything, please do God bless all of you. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we will see you uh, soon. Thank you. All right, Jason Maples. Thank you very much. I know you're a busy man, so I. I want to say again, I appreciate you for taking the time to be here today. Best of luck this holiday season and all your endeavors. Thank you so much, man. You guys be safe. It was great talking to you. See ya. All right, fans, definitely get on there. Book Jason Maples for Santa Claus. Book him to officiate your wedding. Go support Heroes and Legends, be it in Tennessee or the home base in Indiana. Get out there and support all of his endeavors. We'll be back with you, like we said, next week. Hola, Lola, to be with us on Friday. And then a week from today, Santa making his way down from the North Pole via Spokane, Washington, to be here. Everybody be safe out there. Support your local independence. And we will talk to you soon.